Good morning, coffee drinkers. I'm here with Anders Matheson, absolute extreme base builder. Yeah, I'm quite extreme. <laughs> and I'm holding. I'm holding. It's 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 so weird doing a podcast now and no video because I can't just like put the base in front of the camera. But there's also something slightly more old school and romantic about just having audio. But I'm holding the new four string. There aren't even any pickups in it. You use the tape. Huh? A you tape? Yeah, tape. I'm using four track. <laughs> four track. Or reel to reel. Live to two track. Yeah. Yeah, weird not having the pickups underneath. Yeah. There are no pickups and um, no intonation. Yeah, but a very nice neck. Oh, it is really nice. You had the idea first to have a four string with even more frets that could reach the range of a five. Yeah, that's what we were talking about initially, but, but that's crazy, number one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a little too extreme. But here you get at least uh, to the, the top A. Yeah. So what have we got? 26 frets? Yeah. Okay. Make sure we got volume on the podcast. Uh, so we've got... Uh, oh. So we got G, A. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's my action. That's your action. <laughs> when you look at the bass without any pickups in it, that's yeah. how the action should be. But yeah, left left hand like on the fingerboard, it still could go up a little bit. I'm serious. <laughs> See, even Anders, who builds bases, doesn't believe me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so this is the first time I haven't plugged headphones in to check my audio levels. So apologies if the opening of the podcast is a little more ghetto than usual, but let's see. Let's see. Headphones. We've got kids running around playing drums. What is it with drums? It's like that fascinating thing, like when there's a drum set and there are kids around. They want to beat the. We're, we're literally in a <laughs> in a workshop full of bass guitars, and there is a drum set in the corner, and uh, that's the thing the kids gravitate towards. I always find that pretty fascinating. Um, but wow, it's it's crazy. Where you talk about these things, this bass, for instance, that Anders and I have been actually been talking about from the beginning. There's a triple P pickup uh, situation going on here, and um, I'm very very curious as to how that's going to sound. Morton is coming down with some pickups later on. We're going to install those so the bass will be up and running by the end of the day. Then I'll actually be able to take it take it home with me, which is going to be great. Um, but yeah, it's the, the first time since doing the podcast that I regret not ha not it, it not being a vlog. Maybe I'll shoot some video as well so I can show you guys online. But just describing this triple P pickup situation and then a selector. I'll have Anders kind of describe the whole thing exactly how it works technically, but... The bass just feels good. And a couple of small details, small cosmetic details, like no dots on the fingerboard, on the front of the fingerboard itself. Of course, fret markers on the top of the neck. But because it's a 26 fret bass, not having the idea of not having the finger markers on the fingerboard, just so that it doesn't look like a Frankenstein bass. And it really doesn't. If I hadn't told you it was 26 frets and you just looked at it for the first time, you'd think it was like a regular kind of P-Bass setup. That's my, that was my first impression when I saw it. And that's exactly exactly what it looks like, but it's not. We've got low E to high A. 
on that 26 fret. Pretty cool. And, uh, all right, the boss is back. Yeah. What are we doing? So we can still set it up and intonate it, basically, right? Oh, yeah. Before the, yeah, okay, before the, pickup. before the pickup's going. Cool. Put some knobs on it and get it cos cosmetically most of the way there. Did you drag this one behind the car? Well, <laughs> to road wear it? Almost. <laughs> almost, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely... A road worn you know, vibe. I, I wait till I get angry for something about something, and then I, you know, <laughs> strike while the anger is hot. Strike while the anger is fresh. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to do it. We had fun the last time I was here. Me and Henrik were beating a bass body to death yeah. to road wear a white one, right? Is white, that the one? Yeah. So was that almost? The, yeah. Is that his four string? His five. Oh, his five. Okay. His here's one five. And his four string is a little more like a jazz bass, or his his four string is gonna be almost exactly the same, but but with twenty one frets only. Okay, gotcha. And uh, jazz P jazz. Jazz P jazz. Okay, so there's definitely a theme here. There's a theme. at Matteson bases with this triple pickup configuration. Some, yeah, some kind of. Uh, some kind of contamination weird, in the water weird here. Weird standard. Weird standard, exactly. Yeah. But that's how you do it. You make it a standard by being first and having people catch on to it. Um, nice. So we're going to raise the action up. So it's basically unplayable for everyone else on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see how we go here with the higher action. And then of course, the intonation uh, issues. Yeah, well, yeah, when you raise the action, you have to intonate differently. Differently, okay. Yeah, so. So like a re every time the action goes up, you have to re-intonate. Yeah, because okay. then the, the pitch gets higher. So okay, let's see. It alters. That's the word. Ah, oh, that's getting there. Yeah. <laughs> Some work noise. <laughs> exactly. We're faking like there's actually stuff going on here. And we're not just waiting around for Morton to come with pickups. <laughs> so Morton has about 18 employees here. They're all hard at work. Yeah, they work actually 24 hours. So. 24 hours a day, nice. Yeah, yeah. For food and bread. No labor law, no, no laws here in, uh, in Sweden. No, no, no. Well, depends on who you talk to. Right. Not in the base making world. When you don't pay taxes, you don't have to worry about those things. <laughs> way overloaded. Okay. Okay, that's way overloaded. But yeah, first notes of the four string. And uh, and is playing right now. And there are only two strings on it. <laughs> but we're getting there. We're getting close. The pickups are in. It has two strings on it. Let's make it four. What do you think? Error in the coil. <laughs> coil error. All right. So while the Swedish chef <laughs> goes off and does his thing. All right. So while the Swedish chef does his thing in the other room. I'll make sure I have good audio here. 
And I'm sitting here with Morton. Hey, Yanni. Base Buddha. Base Buddha. That's right. Dot com? Yeah. Or dot ch? No, not ch. Uh, what is in the dem- DK, uh, right? DK, yeah, but it, no, it's uh, dot com. Dot com. Wow, yeah, a forward-thinking European on the marketing point. Boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> so, while we wait for two other strings to be added, to- <laughs> <laughs> the Swedish cook is cooking. He's cooking back there, man. <laughs> cook- cooking and cursing and. <laughs> <laughs> Swedish Chef. Yeah. This this episode is sponsored by Swedish Chef. <laughs> uh, okay, tell me a couple of things right now because what did I just play with? I played through kind of a badass preamp. Yeah, you played the, through the Monique preamp from uh, Jules Amp. Well, I mean, it looks like I could drive back to Stockholm in it. I mean, it's pretty advanced looking futuristic looking I don't know it's oh, I think actually it, it draws like the ideas from from like the 50s kind of radio kind of style yeah transistor radio vibe yeah, right yeah. exactly yeah. what my mum would have called the wireless the wireless <laughs> <laughs> but what would have she still does call it the wireless did but, you hear on the wireless today on the wireless the cricket results you know <laughs> that's funny she doesn't sound, sound like that at all but she does listen to the cricket on the wireless she is very English in that sense but yeah so that was so it's it's a preamp, yeah. but with a bunch of controls. And you did something I had never thought to do before, even though I've owned an Aguilar Tonehammer 500. Well, that's actually the new 700, right? Yeah. But it's the same front panel. Yeah, same same preamp. It's it's just a, a different power amp. It's the up, updated version of, of the ice power module that's inside the, the uh, Tonehammer 700. Right. Um, which is uh, far better suiting for bass than the other... Uh, power board that was in the uh, Tonehammer 500. Okay. Yeah. So you so dig this one. This is one that just came out, right? It just came out. Yeah, and we're talking uh, within the last um, week. Uh, I've always liked Agla and also like the, especially the 750 and the, the yeah, the big, the, the big, yeah, boys, the big yeah. one, but, but, but also the small ones. <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- I think the preamp in, in the Agla uh, class DMs. Are, uh, is this the same size chassis? It looks. No, uh, it's a big bit. Uh, slightly bigger. Slightly, slightly bigger. Yeah. Okay, so but not crazy big. I mean, uh, to me, I had to ask because I it didn't look bigger to me. It definitely didn't feel heavier. But then going back to the preamp I was playing, you yeah. actually plugged that into the effects uh, in. Yeah. Instead into the re- return. Into yeah. the return. Sorry. Yeah. Instead of putting it in the main input, I'd never thought to do that before. But that basically just took out, made sure there was only one preamp, right? Yeah. yeah. Very cool. I hadn't but, thought but about it. See, I learned something new all nah, the time. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 there's an advantage to 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 do both. Okay. Uh, my experience is it, it becomes a little bit clear to do it in in the uh, power amp in or or in this case the effect loop uh, return. Yeah. Uh, but it can be a good combination. Uh, I haven't tried it on the new Aguilar, but it can be a good combination to have the both both of the preamps. Okay. So for a the, little more crunch or something, or more something. Well, what? you have the possibility of the EQs on on the on other both. pre uh, okay. on both, so so you have more options. Um, but it, it it all depends on what you like, basically. Right. Yeah. Swedish Chef is like doing a like a Stu Ham impression back there right now. <laughs> Four string chorus vibe. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, it's super eighties. <laughs> yeah, eighties, yeah, right. Yeah, but Sweden is all about the eighties. Yeah, it's like, always it's, been it's like a s they they're recording a Steve Vai record back there or something, just getting bass tones. Yeah, Steve Vai with no hair. <laughs> <laughs> then it doesn't need the fan anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wonder when that'll happen if Steve Vai will continue like maybe he will go bald at some point when he's like ninety years old. 
You reckon he'll just get rid of the fan or he'll get a wig? Wow. I don't know. I, I think he just will become Joe Satriani, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the natural progression? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I don't, I don't know. But the Swedish chef checking in again. <laughs> yeah, so 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 the 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 Monique is is uh, one of the best preamps I've I've tried. Okay. I, I just like the way it sits and how it enhances the sound of the bass and soften up the the the, the class D of of the Aguila. Okay. Um I kind of like say that that the Bass, the low uh, frequencies kind of like get a little more wet. Hey, Swedish <laughs> Okay, the podcast is being interrupted. <laughs> Do we have four strings on it yet? No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give that man some more beer. Yeah. <laughs> Give that Swede a beer, says the Dane. Yeah. <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the sound of, of Swedish beer. <laughs> oh, man. It's amazing. See, I love the podcast for these things. There have been a few things that have happened since I brought a podcast back that um, sound-wise... Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Locker. Locker with raspberry. I just have to say it with a Swedish accent and it sounds like a locker with what raspberry. What kind of strings do you want me to pop from the four string bass? Uh, okay, we're going to pause the uh, podcast here for just a second and I'm going to give Anders a set of strings here. Boom. Jimmy D's. Thank you very much. It's a five string set, but I'll take the, I will take the C string back off you. Because... <laughs> 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 so you want to put on those? Yeah. All right, we have decided on strings. Yes, that looks like some Frankenstein brain surgery going on in the back of my bass right now. It's alive. <laughs> well, hopefully soon. But yeah, some things that have happened with the podcast lately with the sound effect thing, I can just like get the microphone really close to stuff like the beer being poured. I, I quite I appreciate that. It leaves something to the imaginazione. See. What? <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear that. <laughs> you can't hear that, yeah. Anders with his crazy, crazy magnifier spectacles on. That's a cool word, spectacles. Spectacles, yes. Yeah. Very English. Yeah. Yes. I say so. Do you have your spectacles? <laughs> you know, make the slide across. Spectacles, testicles, wallet watch, you know. <laughs> spectacles, testicles, wallet watch. <laughs> yes, you can't see what I was doing there, but you can guess from the position of those four items about your person. <laughs> and then I just tried, uh, is it the Maris? The Maris, yes. the Enzo. Enzo. From Maris. Enzo Ferrari of pedals. <laughs> well, that was like, yeah, that's like a, a spaceship basically to me. Even though it's very simple, like six knobs, two buttons, it's got a lot going on. I think I appreciate most about it, the polyphonic ness of the uh of the high octaves yeah so when i'm playing up with the with the high things i can i can make a few chords well tio what is tio what are you doing and this oh. dog is here like burying in <laughs> burrowing <laughs> into the like, ground yeah you find the skeleton or something yeah what's going <laughs> on what's going on why are these carpets here there's a reason right these <laughs> yeah, carpets are all like, new oh shit there's a lot of blood here yeah <laughs> 
Okay, you guys can pretend. Oh, he oh was, yeah, there you go. There you go. He was That's he was just trying to make himself comfortable. My dog does that. Circles and circles and circles and then boom. And that's do, it. Do you have one dog or two dogs? One dog, one cat. Oh, yeah. I, I, do they get along? We like a house on fire. Really well. Oh, wow. Really, really well. The, the cat was significantly younger than the dog. Oh, okay. And the dog raised the cat. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh-oh. Are these Marlots or are they Sunbirds? They're Marlots. Okay. Little string string quiz here. I think Morton passed. No. Passed the test. Yeah, I passed the test. Yep. <laughs> I, I told the Swedish cook. Yeah, I told the Swedish cook. These are these. Now get back in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> you quit working? <laughs> what is this? Half, half day? <laughs> are you having fun? <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah, so back to the, the merits, Enzo. Yeah, so for me, I think uh, uh, I think it's the most exciting pedal of the year, both for guitar okay. players and and bass players. Pretty strong statement. Oh, so it can be used for guitar as well. It it it's it's made for all. You can also also use it on a, on a keyboard. Okay, <clears throat> but uh, or whatever. But uh, number, I think um, I basically think it's a new take on a synth pedal, right? Right. Uh, uh, which is uh, for bass players pretty exciting because it also tracks really well. All the way down, low B, yeah. all that kind of stuff. There's no problem at all, and uh, and then you have the ability to really soundscape, which uh, yeah, you have to put a lot of thoughts into that. Yes, and when you sat down and played, because you know the pedal way better yeah. than I do, it yeah. was I I was sitting here on the couch. It was I thought it was super musical. You yeah. put something in the looper, and then you were playing over it. There was ambient stuff. There was synth stuff. Like all of these things were coming out of that one pedal, yeah. and it has built-in delay. Yep. So you can do all kinds of stuff. And then kind of two modes, right, on one side, the button that you press and hold. Oh, yeah, you, you have uh, you have six knobs, but you also have, an, like, a, what do you call it, alternate? Like uh, a shift? Yeah, like okay. a shift or a second function. So yeah. you can access Portamento for uh, for the synth sound. Portamento, yeah, exactly. Uh, which is uh, amazing. Six different kind of filters. Yeah. Uh, uh, then you can also access the feedback and, and the mix of, of the uh, delay. Right. And then you have also uh, access to a ring modu modulator uh, where the sustain knob is as well. Right. And so there is a ton of options. And then you have also like three different kind of settings on. You have the polyphonic, yeah. you have the monophonic, and then you have like the offset kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Has somebody done a really good demo of this online? Not bass, but guitar. Okay. There is I'd just like to recommend something that people go check it out. Like, is, is well, it on YouTube I, I'm or something? A, uh, <clears throat> depending on if you're stealing that pedal, uh, which we have to have a discussion. Oh, okay. This is time. But otherwise, I will bring that home to Denmark and do a demo of it. But uh, so there's no bass demo yet. But okay. one of my good friends and uh, earlier colleagues from TC, uh, a guy called Stephen Fast, who has a channel, a YouTube channel called Pedal Zone. Pedal Zone, yeah, okay. Yeah, which is, uh, he, he's good friends with uh, Juan Alturet. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, that, that kind of stuff. Exactly, Pedals and, and Effects, yeah, yeah those yeah, guys. Yeah. And they, hey, they did it. They did it. They did it, okay. Yeah, yeah so but, uh, but uh, Juan didn't do like an in-depth of, okay. uh, he did his Juan style of. Right, uh, exactly. Know, all, but just all in, up 100% and, you know. Yeah. yeah, in the interest of you guys listening to the podcast and actually wanting to hear the pedal and me not playing it for you right now, uh, I would go check that out that the Maris Enzo. Um, yeah, Steve who is your friend? Uh, Stefan. Stefan Fast from Stephen uh, Fast. Pedal Zone. Pedal Zone. And then one Juan Alderetic from uh, my buddy from 
pedalsandeffects.com. I always want to say Juan from the Mars Volta because that was what I would say. Hey, who's this guy? Oh, that's Juan and he plays in the Mars Volta. But now he's Juan from pedalsandeffects.com. <laughs> yeah. Marilyn Manson. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So many gigs yeah, now. Yeah, and yeah. now he's playing with yeah Marilyn Manson and a whole bunch of people. Crazy career from way back in the Racer X days, yeah. Paul Gill. But I should get some of those guys on the podcast and interview them. Talk you about should. those times, right? You should talk about the nineties in LA. It's that like, must have been wild, dude. Like, it must have been a fascinating cocaine fueled, <laughs> heroin buffered. Um, oh, that's one way to do it. <laughs> You don't need a pedal. No. Nope. You, you just make all those sounds bring, natural. Uh, the Swedish cook in. Yeah, bring the Swedish cook to slap the bass. That sounds good. It does sound good, actually, yeah. yeah. So he doesn't only make them, he can play them as well. A cook with many talents. Yes. Are we almost ready? Four strings? Great. Do I get to play it for the first time now? <laughs> no. I'm looking over, <laughs> apparently hopefully. Not. Apparently not. <laughs> well, this, this was the Yannick Wisdala signature. Now it's the Swedish chef signature yeah, yeah, bass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I won't be doing that with it. Okay, now it's completely silent. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Bum, ba -dum, bum, bum. In fact, let me leave the recorder over there. <laughs> the only reason I'm getting to play this now is because Anders has to go out and pee. All that Swedish beer. Yeah. <laughs> so that's forward and that's backwards. So okay. It's backward. Thank you. Hey, Yannick, do you want me to record it? Huh? Do you want me to record it? Well, whatever, yeah, I'm recording there. You can... Oh, yeah, but it's so back you... and forthward. So that's what we're back. 
I get an idea of how I normally have it set up. I'm gonna put the Miura back in here and take out the Enzo for now. <laughs> okay, so that's my normal setup. Yeah, do. 
Initial thoughts. I like very much. I five. I five. Yeah. Can I get some dessert? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Neck feels really good. Probably the most important thing to me. What was the vision of the bass, Yannick? to have a four string that played a slightly bigger range mm-hmm. with 26 frets. So it's definitely like, I, we, initially I was talking like crazy frets, yeah. remember? Like 36 or something. Yeah, so like totally crazy frets. <laughs> uh, just because I wanted to play a four string, <clears throat> uh, a, a narrower neck, just, but just to see if I could get the range out of it by just simply extending the fingerboard. Yeah. Um, we then figured that was obviously a dumb idea. <laughs> but we compromised. Now we have 26. It's actually, you know, not so conventional. And I appreciate having the range out there, the visual element of what that lo- looks like and feels like to me as I play and as I hear my music and visualize some things. Um, it's like for, for a standard four-string gig. Yeah. But when you need or have the will to express yourself a little more quarterly or soloing you get a more some more notes right standard, exactly standard p bass kind of yeah for sure and i'm it, I lo- i'm kind of loving initially this triple p pickup setup as well i mean there's definitely a different vibe between the two settings as morton said maybe we can try having all three on at the same time to see if that yeah. that does anything if maybe it gets a bit noisy i don't know no? I will try. Okay. You never know what happens when you put in uh, three chords at the same time. Yeah. <coughs> so we can try that. Maybe it's a three position switch in the end of the day, then, right? Hmm. Yeah. Is that possible? Or, I mean, everything is possible. And also, still, the option as you have right now on the, the, the five string version. Yeah. You have two pickups on that one. Right. So, I mean, that's still an option to, to make, but this is, um, the idea is anyway cooler. Yes, totally agree. And it just feels good. You know, it doesn't feel like a gimmick. No. You know what I mean? It actually feels like it's useful, <laughs> you know, which yeah. is, that's what it you want. It always has to be useful. Yeah, exactly. That's what you want that feeling when you go in the studio to play on a track, you know? I don't pick up a bass or take a bass off the rack that's like, eh, normally. At least the first three I take are like, oh, these are specific. Like, I can really do something with these. So, yeah, that feels like one of those. And then I like the neck as well. I keep saying that. Um, but that's maple, right? One more time. Huh? One more. I like the neck. Really do. Uh, yeah, but that's maple, maple as opposed to ash, which is in the other bass. Yeah, in the first three. Uh 
And also on your single cut, you have ash and maple. Ash and maple, but right. Of course, that's a totally different construction. And also the ash for your five string um, is kind of light. Yeah. And um, even though that bass sounds fantastic, especially with only the P exactly. pickup, in my opinion, I think uh, the soft ash in the neck kind of steals some energy. Okay. Yeah. So that's why we went with some hard quarter song uh, maple okay. in, this, in this one, in the force two. Nice. <coughs> Three tuning picks on top, one underneath. I will post photographs of this. By the time this podcast is out, you will be able to go to my Instagram and see some photographs of the bass. Aesthetically quite similar in terms of the body to the five string. Um, kind of a road-worn look. And very simple, as it stands right now, very simple tone and volume. Just two knobs, one switch. Tone and volume and a switch between the two different, as it stands, the two different pickup choices. So yeah, so now I guess it's time to experiment <laughs> with a bunch of stuff. I'm going to turn the microphone off. I'll be back with all you coffee drinkers after some mad scientist type shit. <laughs> So Morton doesn't just sell basses, he plays them as well. Everyone's a bass player in here. Don't get beer on my bass. <laughs> wow, and is literally pouring beer into Morton's mouth while he plays. I was going to say you're just going to have to picture that, but I recommend you don't. an intonation or a tuning battle here at the workshop oh dear Sweden versus Denmark and they both lost <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Children, children, children. Before um Yeah. Yeah, so we got to we got to fi fix that. I'm not sure what that is. Yeah. 
yeah, that's been an issue on the rear pickup. When you put the volume up all the way, it cuts out. This, so that's just this guy did a. It wasn't just the intonation and the action and everything. This guy setting it up in LA, he he messed with the electronics as well. Maybe he went to clean it and knock something out. I don't know, but either way, it's pretty bad. And it's going under the knife of the Swedish chef right now. Wow. Wow. So that that's the that's the four string going straight through an EBS now with with no EQ. the EBS has a much different uh, much different sound to the Aguilar we were just kind of a being them a little bit right and there's no EQ and a cylinder in the EBS <laughs> yeah I think it's is getting to that point in the day now <laughs> where everyone's a little bit loopy <laughs> now going all mellow wow you know when Anders starts singing from the kitchen it's probably a good time to end the podcast <laughs> oh boy we've got dying animal sounds I am surrounded. This is this is an SOS. It's at moments like this when I'm actually happy I don't have the video camera with me. This is not fit for for human eyesight. Ah. The, the the peace and quiet that just rained down on the workshop is <laughs> I spoke too soon. Grumble McGrumble faces out the back door. I totally forgot we installed a kill switch on your bass. Yes, we did. And? I just forgot. Okay. <laughs> so Anders forgot there's a kill switch on the five string. And we're gonna put a passive tone control, right? Uh, I mean not right this second, but if Okay. On the customer's bass. Okay, yeah, right, right, right. That's going to be an bass. so on yeah, on Morton's bass. Yeah, because on this one it was it would be awkward. Right, where we had the spacing of the knobs. Yeah, totally. And you don't use it so much. Yeah, not so much in passive. No. No. And when it's active, you still use the treble knob. Yeah, exactly. All the way down. So, 
Yeah. So this will be the Frankenstein prototype, which is, I love that. I, I just, yeah. But you want to switch the switches. Switch the switches? Oh, to change the switches. It was just an aesthetic thing. Black. I don't mind it being Frankenstein the way it is, but if you have another switch that matches, I'll take it. Which one would you prefer? Uh, I prefer the matte black one. Yeah. Over the, over the stainless. Over this and over the Frankenstein. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the other one looks like a light switch from a kid's dormitory or something. It's like, you know, a little bedside lamp. Yeah. Not the and most professional looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are, winding down a day of mayhem at the workshop with Morton. Morton, the, the, da the Danish Buddha. Or is it hey man? It's Hey Man Mayhem. It's both. Yeah. So with Morton and the Swedish chef, Anders Matheson, the one and only. Absolute. <laughs> I think I'm losing it slightly as well. So, coffee drinkers, thank you for sticking around through the mayhem. <laughs> and has almost came out and totally ruined it but decided thought better of it went back in the workshop um yeah today this has been quite the quite the session i don't know if i'll let them get as crazy as this in the future but uh i might even edit some of it today because there was a lot of stuff <laughs> um or maybe i won't maybe i'll stay true to form and just leave all the junk in there you guys have that fast forward button if you don't if you don't if you don't dig what you're hearing. Otherwise, thank you for sticking around. We are into week two of the Hello Coffee Drinkers podcast. This is episode number eight. See you guys, girls, ladies, gentlemen, on episode number <laughs>